This episode of LIW, The Walking Dead Comic Review, is a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. LIW, The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Comic Review, Chapter 11 for today. Chapter titled, Fear the Hunters. Um, this one is fucked up. I like this. I like this chapter. This is a good one. This is a real crazy one. I will get to it in a moment. Let me start off by saying it also begins like the last one began. I should say more. Chapter 10 ended the exact same way Chapter 9 did. They're going to go to to uh, Washington, D.C. at the end of both. Like, let's, let's head out on the road to D.C. It's like, God damn, we just, just fucking did that. Okay, here we go. Um, so, I always... Fu- I always like accidentally almost read my first note, which is just a list of characters that died this in the in the in the chapter, so I don't forget to mention them. And I almost just read the whole fucking list. That would have been weird. It would have spoiled my surprises later. Even though hopefully you do read the comic before you listen to this. If you don't, you're an insane person. If your only knowledge of the Walking Dead comic is me describing what happens in them, I feel sad for you, but also kind of flattered, you know? That's a good way to do it. Um, I describe it flawlessly. I use such vivid imagery that I I think you could get a good grasp of what happens within the comic itself if you do listen to this. Obviously. Obviously, I think that. I'm an egomaniac. Speaking of maniacs, this, 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 uh, this one's amazing, this chapter. Uh, fear the Hunters. Cool title. I do fear hunters. I'm precious prey. I have, I have great tusks that hunters desire they crave so yeah i fear them all the time for my ivory i'm very very guarded about my ivory supplies the fuck am i talking about anyway andrea finds a van stops the whole convoy gets a van it's like the fucking rape van basically and she's amazed because it has a mattress in it she's like we get to sleep on a mattress and i'm just sitting there thinking you have a you have a truck, like an army supply truck with you, with a bed, a huge bed that you're all sitting in. If you really wanted to, you could have filled up with mattresses by now, just the floor of it, maybe cover it during the day so you don't get mud all over it. But if you really wanted to, you could have, because there is nothing but mattresses now. There, they, A couple things they don't ever talk about on this show, or the comic, or anything like that. Batteries, they have flashlights, they run out of batteries, and it seems like they just throw the goddamn flashlight down. I'm like, there are so many fucking batteries now. They're not going to last forever, obviously, but it's only been eight months, ten months, something like that, maybe a year, I guess, since Lori did have the baby. It's been at least nine. So let's just say a year and some change. Batteries are still good. You're good on those for a while. Go ahead and use them while you can. Number two, mattresses. They never sleep on beds. And I get that they can't take them, just carry on mattresses, but I would line the back of that truck with them. It's the same thing that they're doing within the van. What the fuck's the difference? I don't get it. They make it sound like there is no such thing as mattresses. So much so that when they're in a house for the night, 
or they're you know they're just camping out and they're like just trying to like survive the night. They don't want to be outside. They go inside. They lay down by the fire, but they tr- put the fire out eventually. They don't sleep on a mattress. I would carry that goddamn mattress down the stairs and lay on it in front of the the fucking fire. Feels like I don't know if I'm gonna sleep on a mattress again. So I'm gonna do it as much as I can. It's like masturbating. I would do it all the time. Like this might be my last tug. Gonna get it out of the way. Gets in my mind, back of my mind all the time. Got to get out of the way. Anyway, um, they find a van. I spent a lot of time just on that. I'm sorry. Um, Rick keeps getting calls, but he's kind of ignoring them while he's on duty. He's just he doesn't want to talk to Lori because he knows he's crazy now. Um, it's gets here's where it gets brutal, guys. Because while he's doing this, Andrea sneaks off to go take a wicked shit, I think, and or she's looking for the twins. And this is she finds Ben kneeling over a bloody Billy. Um, he's just gone. He, Ben's so fucking crazy and gone that he goes, "It's okay. I he'll come back to me. He'll play again. I I didn't destroy the brain." And you're like, "Oh my god, this kid is a lunatic." And the TV show they they use these two little girls that they gathered from. She they're with Carol. Um, I can't remember where they got them from. I need to rewatch the show. I, I keep saying that, but it's a long show. I'll get to it eventually. Anyway, they they do this, but they just do it a little differently, which they do with a lot of stuff, pretty much, which I appreciate because it keeps it keeps me guessing. They do it for the fans of the comic, really. Comic. What the hell's wrong with my voice today? I've done like three shows now, and all of them I say weird shit like that. It's for the comic. Anyway, so the kid's dead, and you're like, God damn, it's brutal. And they... Abraham and Rick are kind of talking about how they might need to kill Ben. And Andrea's freaking out, obviously. And Dale's not having a part of it because they are watching these twins. Now, think about it. Put yourself in these shoes. It's a real one of those moments where you got to go, what would I do in that situation? And personally, if we're all sleeping just out in the open and there's a kid who's willing to kill his own brother, his own twin, I agree with Rick because Rick says... If he were an adult, we would totally put him down. He doesn't have the luxury of just being a child out here. He's a danger. He could kill all of us in our sleep before we even wake up. It's not it's not just talk anymore. It's going to happen. He's done it once. If he's got it in his mind that he can do that, and he did, and he liked it, he clearly liked it, he will do it again. And that's all I would need to go ahead and kill the kid. It would suck. I would hate myself for it. But it would be saving lives. You you can't just send the kid out on his own. You can't do that. Um, because who knows what will happen to him. He will get eaten and maybe he comes back as a zombie and eats one of you. Whenever they get rid of somebody, whenever they kick them out, you know, they, they're like, you're not allowed in the community. They always come back as zombies and bite somebody. Um there's a scene where they do that in the show where Rick or Carl didn't kill somebody, kill a zombie, and then the zombie came back and ate somebody. I don't remember who it was. Uh, anyway, they have to kill the fucking kid. You, if you're in this situation, in the like, there's no chance of humanity coming back where they have to be like explain themselves. So that's out of the way. There's no repercussions legally. It's all gonna be on your soul if you believe in that, or like your conscience, to put it easier. If you're not religious. Um, but you're going to be thinking about it. It's going to take a big chunk of you out. And it's totally necessary, though. I think 
I think one person has to take the bullet here, and by that I mean give the bullet to the kid. Um, because if they all did it, if they all gathered up and like killed the kid together, that would almost be more horrible in a weird way. It would seem like a mass murder. Like it feels like, or like some sort of weird. Like every Simpsons episode ends with the whole fucking mob justice and someone's got a fire and stuff. Like it, it would just seem like that. Too much like that, like torture. So one person needs to kill them. I agree. Kids of real fucking danger. Uh, while they're talking about this, Father Gabriel Stokes shows up, um, which lets you know that they do do a thing where they try to keep it about a dozen characters because they just killed one and they introduce one like immediately. They, there's almost no scene between it, really. Anyway, um, he shows up and he's like, hey, you know, let's talk about God. It's really fucking weird. He wants food and they don't believe him at first. He's, his parish is nearby. It sounds too good to be true, blah, blah, blah. And that night, Carl sneaks out and shoots Ben. And they don't, they do show, show you that it is Ben or that it is Carl, but the characters don't know it. So it's kind of, I'm not really spoiling it. If you, if you were going in order, you know that it's Carl because you see him sneak out. Anyway, the next day they have funerals. Um, Eugene checks the radio. Stuff like that happens. A lot of small things that they are building up throughout this. Um, there's a zombie attack that night. Um, Dale appears to be bitten, but it's only a shirt. He's like, it's just my shirt. Not a big deal. Okay, guys. And Andrea kind of hears and feels something. She thinks they're being spied on. She's not sure yet. And then that night, Dale sneaks off while everyone's sleeping. And he gets knocked out with a gun from behind. And um, everyone's searching for him that, the rest of that day, the rest of that night and everything. In the morning, excuse me. They, he's, they realize he's missing in the morning. They go searching for him. Spend a lot of time doing that. It's kind of the, in the TV show, it's Sophia for a whole fucking season. Um, too much time. Entirely too much time. But in this, well, they're on the farm, that is. And this is Dale. And they don't spend that much time on him. But it, you can tell it's kind of what the, the feel they were going for, for the show. They, um, they call off the search because it's getting too late, and they go to the church. And Andrea still sees and thinks they're being spied on. She's freaking out. They all start, you know, talking about what they're going to do if this happens. Rick confronts Gabriel and thinks he thinks that they're spying for him. They're with him. He thinks they're leading him into a trap. Gabriel spills his guts on what happens, which was he he had a par he has that parish and he locked the doors when he heard it happening and he heard all these people like let us in, let us in and he's ignored it. And they all died. So kind of a piece of shit character. And when you add religion in there, you get a little it gets a little irritating because he's supposed to be the one that helps them. He's supposed to be the one above everybody else that helps them. Coffee. Um let's see, cuts to cannibals wake up Dale. They're very polite, at least Chris is. He's like, hey, I'm Chris, and this is Albert, David, Greg, and some fucking female lady. He doesn't say their names like that, but he is like, hey, I'm Chris. I just want to let you know. Um, you know, I don't know if it helps you, make you feel any better, but, you know, welcome. And um, you were more delicious than we thought you'd be. And then they realize they show a shot where you see that his leg's cut off. They ate his leg. Um. At this point, it gets fucking funny, and then Dale starts like, uh, and he's like, don't cry. And then Dale's like, uh, and laughs maniacally, and then he's like, what's so funny? And then Dale shows his arm, and he did get bitten before. And he's like, I've been bitten. I'm infected. And he keeps going like, tainted meat, tainted meat. That's just how I read it. 
I don't know if he did that voice. I assume not. But he's like, tainted me. Ah, tainted me. Like laughing at them. Like, ah. You're... And they all start barfing up. And one guy's like, I want to cut up my tongue. He's like, that doesn't make any sense. You can't cut out your stomach too. Like, fucking dildo. Anyway, so they eat him, basically. <laughs> and then they decide to scare them. And then they're going to drop off Dale outside the church and then just let him find him. And then that'll get him freaked out. And then it'll make it easier for him to swoop in and take him one by one. And the next morning they do that. They leave him out there. And then they go gather him. And then one of the guys out in the woods, the cannibal, shoots and hits Glenn in the leg. And it doesn't matter because Glenn is not affected by this leg shot after this scene at all. It's weird. You think they would... Have him be like, oh, I can't walk that much. They don't. I don't remember them mentioning it once after this. After they patch him up and get him good, they don't mention it. Uh, it's weird. Real weird. Anyway, um, they're like freaking out. And they're like, what do we do? And Rick has this badass moment. Where <laughs> they do a couple of these in this issue, in this chapter. Um, Rick goes, one thing they got to realize... And he cuts a close, like a wide shot of him, and he's like, he looks, he has a gun in his hand. He's like, they're fucking with the wrong people. And I'm like, this looks like a gangster rap album cover. Like, it's him, it's Michonne, it's Abraham. They're all like doing these faces at toward the. They're looking right into the camera if they were the camera. Like they're looking at you through the panel. And I'm like, God damn, this is like Bone Thug shit. Like they're just like NWA in it. Like they're just staring at it and they're like, what, what of it? Yeah, we're gonna fucking kill these cannibals, motherfucker. Shit. Like they're just. It was like, oh, this looks like it's a Death Row record album cover. It's weird. They, uh, Eugene fixes up Glenn's leg, puts tea leaves on the wound, put wax over the top. He's a smarty. Um, and then later on, Michonne, Abraham, Rick, and Gabriel, of all people, go look for the cannibals. I think they took Gabriel because he knows the area. Other than that, Gabriel is... I say this a lot. I I do... I do say a lot of people are useless. Gabriel is by far the most useless. He is useless. He's so useless, he adds an extra syllable to it because he wants to spend time being more useless. Holy shit. He can't even kill a zombie. And in this world where Carol was useless, she would kill zombies. This guy won't even do that. So... In this world, do you even need a priest? Um, a weird thing, but you don't. Maybe some people do to sit, like later on, but right now you gotta kill some zombies, dude. You're not that fucking precious. You're not. It's different if he was like the queen bee type thing, where like he was just a hot lady, like, and they're like, oh, we gotta guard her, or if it was like child, because they can't defend themselves. This man can. He chooses not to. Useless. Useless. Holy shit. Anyway, they all go looking for the cannibals. Um, this cool they're talking about. The can- they show the cannibals talking about, like, I bet they're over there, like, shitting themselves right now. And then Rick shows up by himself. And then uh, he's like, oh, shit. Like, it's very ballsy of you to come out here and face us alone. And Rick's like, what, do you- what makes you think I'm alone? Like, ah. And then they do this thing where, like, we're not going to let you live. Like, we're going to hunt you one by one. And that's it. It's you versus us. And when it comes down to that, it's always going to be us. Like, we're always- I'm always going to choose me. He talks about how they, they're terrible hunters, like hunting animals. Like, you ever seen a deer? They're fast. They're too fast. Rabbits are fast. Humans, though, if you track them, and they're, they're easy prey. Like, they talk about how they had kids with them at one point, and then 
He does a story where he tells you that bears will eat their cubs when they're starving because the theory is that if the mama dies, the cub dies anyway. But if the cub dies and the mama lives because of it, he can always have more. Or the mama can always have more cubs. Makes sense. Nature's brutal. Um, humans can't think like that for some reason because we don't have to. We're not in the food chain so much anymore. But if it came down to it. Humans have a weird sacrifice thing where they would rather let their kid eat them, I think, most people at least, than the other way because a kid can figure out stuff, but a cub can't survive on its own. Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm rambling. The The cannibals ate their kids. That's what I'm trying to get to. They ate all their fucking kids. And then he's like, you don't think I'm alone, do you, Rick? And the cannibal's like, ah, oh, that's funny. Like, I believe that. And then he goes... Andrea, big dude, left ear. She shoots off his left ear. Abraham comes out and he goes, take their guns. He's like, not so smart, not so fast. Like, what makes you think he's not the only one out there? And then you see, uh, this is Chris. Chris points, like, out there and points. And then his finger gets shot off by Andrea. They take all the guns. And then um, they all butcher and kill these fucking cannibals, like, brutally. It, It looks like they don't show anything. They just show their weapons and Gabriel's horrified face because he's sitting there watching, even though Rick told him, you don't want to watch this. So, Gabriel, you're useless and you're scaring yourself. You don't, you're not allowed to judge these people after that. You don't get to be useless, ask them for help, and then when they help, judge them, accor- like, judge them to your standards, which are so fucking high and mighty, despite you being useless. You are useless. I hate him. I really do. I like him in the in the TV show because I like that actor because he's from The Wire, which is a better show than The Walking Dead. Look up The Wire, folks. It's on HBO. Ran for five seasons. Each season's different. Great show. Go look it up. Better than The Walking Dead. If you don't think so, I pity you. Anyway, um, yeah, they uh, like I was saying, they butcher the group and they do another gangster rap album cover when they're done. <laughs> it's fucking. I was like, oh, here we go again. Like if you put that in your poster, if you if you cut it out of the book and then put it on their wall and you wrote like a band name below it with a stamp or something, it would look like an album cover, like a mm, like early 90s, late 80s shit. Like, mm, fuck yeah. Snoop's, in, Snoop's on this. He's, he's a feat. Featuring. Anyway, uh, Father Gabriel is useless, like I said. There's a thing I wrote. Oh, excuse me. I'm trying to decide if I want to do this now or later. Because I wrote this for later, after I already read what happens later. But I guess I'll do it now, and we'll talk about it later again. Is Father Gabriel useless in this world? Not just him killing zombies, his his refusal to kill zombies. I mean, uh, anyone that's just a preacher, pastor, rabbi, whatever you got. Are they useless? I think if you have a community... um, Like they do in Alexandria later... If you're watching the show, you've seen it... Um, if you're in the comic, I'm sorry, we'll get there. But later on, there's a community they have. Father Gabriel is their preacher. He's he's a priest. Whatever the fuck religion is, they don't really say. Anyway, it says parish, so I guess they're priests. Anyway, they. Um, I'm trying to figure out if they're useless or not because at this point, you had to kill so many people to survive. At this, but I'm, that's what I'm saying is you. It might be helpful, like a psychiatrist, to talk to the priest, get it out because he might be the only person you feel comfortable with. That's kind of how it works now. Really, it's it's a free, free shrink. 
Anyway, are they useless? Can, is it a service? If you can't kill, is it worth keeping this person around? It's real questions you got to face because eventually it'll be down to, like, I could save one of these people. One of them's a priest. If you're not religious, it doesn't matter. You almost want to go off how valuable is the person to the group, in which case I think he's bottom. I think he's the last. And if you're religious, you might not feel that way. But you gotta understand, in this world, survival is all there is at this point. He doesn't help you survive. He helps you. He might help you later live with what you've had to do, but he's not gonna help you survive in the moment, which is what the world is now—just surviving the moment. That's it. That's what I'm trying to say. Is I think he's useless. I think, like, in, even in like a character sense, he's a useless character. He doesn't provide anything. He, his character does nothing in the, in the comic or in the show. He doesn't do anything except cause drama in the show. And he tries to do the same thing in this, but he just gets shut down. Anyway, way ahead of, way ahead of the comic here. Um, I think he's useless. I'll, I'll touch on it later, though, when we, we start talking about that more. Anyway, um, let me hurry up here. Dale finally tells Rick that everyone's alive because of him as he's dying. It's a nice little scene where Dale's like, you know, I'm only alive because of you. I only made it this far. These people are only alive because of you. They would all be dead if it weren't for you. So we owe you that. Um, it's nice. I like it. I It was nice to see Dale finally come to his senses. I feel like Dale's been very all over the board the last couple issues. I feel like every chapter he feels differently about Rick. Because the one he's like, hey, I'm glad you're awake. We're going to take this away from you. Hope you don't mind. And I'm like, okay. And later Rick's like, I don't want to make any decisions. And then he goes, okay, okay. And then by the end of that, even that chapter, he goes, fucking Rick is out of control. He, we, he's making rash decisions and he's not the Rick we know. And it's like, Jesus Christ, nothing's changed as far as that goes. Their relationship, Rick hasn't made any decisions that affected, like, it's just weird. He's all over the road. Anyway, um, and, and then Dale passes, and then Andrea shoots him at night. So that sucks, because Dale's been here since issue one. So that's a main character gone. Um, Billy Ben also from issue one. Um, so the characters that die in this issue um, are Billy Ben, Chris Albert, David Gregg, the female girl, who I didn't put down because she doesn't have a name, and then Dale. So all those main names in the middle, except for Billy Bannondale, are all the cannibals. Who gives a shit about them? Um, so three main characters die from issue one in this one. Which means in chapter eight, I think it was, and chapter 11, so many main characters die. <laughs> like, they're... I think... How many characters are still alive? I don't want to... I can't look because I changed my notes. Um, as far as later issues go, later chapters... Someday I will say chapters instead of issues, because I'm not, I'm not discussing issues on this. I'm discussing the chapters themselves. Anyway, Andrea shoots Dale, like I said. The funeral's the next day. They burn the body because Dale didn't wanna, wouldn't want to you know, be a hassle. Um, Rick thinks he's talking to Abraham about the cannibals and what they had to do to him while he's looking at Dale's grave. And he, but really, he thinks it's Abraham behind him, and he's like, oh, he had to do this. I think Carl would hate me if I had to do it. He turns around, and it's Carl. And Carl's like, I killed Ben. And you're like, okay, I knew that. But okay, Rick didn't. So it's you can only surprise people a certain amount of ways. One is like the whole Tyrese. When the governor said he released Glenn, and you see the dude in the SWAT gear, riot gear shit, and you think it's Glenn the whole time, but it ends up being Tyrese, that's a reveal to us. This is, we already know, this is a reveal to the character. This is pretty much the only two things you can do as far as reveals go. 
So it's kind of a nice moment where now Rick knows. He knows that his kid had to kill him because nobody else would. And we'll get to that in the next issue. Next chapter. God damn it. Fuck. I hate the word issue right now. It's a real issue. The word issue is becoming a real fucking chapter, okay? Fuck. Anyway, the group, if you keep a track, has 12 members now because we just lost three. And gained one. I don't know. We gained Gabriel. So, 12 now, I believe. If my numbers, if my tallying is correct. So that ends chapter 11, Fear the Hunters. The Hunters are the cannibals. and They didn't fear them at all. So I think this group's the hunters? I don't know. Anyway, it's kind of like The Walking Dead, how the zombies on The Walking Dead, the humans are. Anyway, um, <laughs> I like saying the word anyway all the time. So I am Phoenix West. Go to loiteringandwonderland.com, my website, and check out all of our podcasts. We have 11 fucking shows. It is seriously intense on that site. You will come. Not guaranteed. Anyway, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. It's either Learning Wonderland or LIW Podcast. It is on Twitter. And we're on Stitcher, iTunes, and YouTube. Tell a friend. Share. That's how we grow. If you want to sponsor the show, sponsor the show. Um, email. I'll take any sponsors, really. I'll do fake ones in the beginning still. I'll do live reads. I don't care. Loiteringwonderland at gmail.com. Mail me there. Or email me there, rather. Not so much mail. Anyway, um, yeah, if you have any questions when we get to answers, anything, I'll, I'll discuss anything if you send it to loiteringwonderland at gmail.com. Until next time, I am Phoenix West. I will be between here next time still. I am Phoenix West. So long, citizens. <laughs>